Hello, friends. Today's podcast is sponsored by One Carrot a Day, an online studio where feeling better is achievable and sustainable. One Carrot a Day works with the yoga practice applied to nutrition, a mindful approach that can be life changing. The thing is that when it comes to healthcare, prices are sometimes prohibitive. At One Care Today, top professionals strive for inclusion from all angles. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of HeartCal Consciousness. So today, my guest is Annie Dunhoff, um, and Annie is the founder of Engo, which is a continuing education um, kind of provider that offers some teaching practices for yoga instructors to help improve their English, especially when they're actually teaching classes and having trouble kind of converting, um, maybe having those language barriers. So we kind of talk about that a little bit in the podcast and a summit that she currently is in process of putting together involving that as well. Um, so hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll check in with you on the other side. Well, hello and welcome um, to Heartfelt Consciousness. Uh, today, I have the guest of Annie Dunhoff. Um, so Annie, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and how your journey began with yoga. Absolutely. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's a real honor. I'm really happy to be sharing this time with you. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, I'll just dive in straight away. <laughs> time into the question I think I started practicing when um, when I was traveling I probably practiced a few times before but I didn't realize it was yoga it wasn't actually uh, named as a yoga class but I did practice uh, more regularly when I when I started traveling I left my home country when I was 18 with the intention to learn English and improve my English mm -hmm. and practicing yoga really helped me a lot um, with self-development First of all, I think for the self-development in the first place was something that was unexpected. It wasn't what I expected when going to a yoga class. And next to that, I really I realized that it helped me to gain new vocabulary and perceptions as well, because so many things that I had learned um, in school, learning English, didn't come back in my yoga classes. So it was a whole new world of uh, communication, really. Mm -hmm. So pretty soon after that, I felt really fascinated by both things, both teaching English and teaching yoga, or those both, um, let's say, fields of expertise. And I wanted to share them. I wanted to share uh, the language, language learning and also uh, yoga and their teachings. But I initially became an English teacher because it felt safer. And I thought there would be more job opportunities. Um, and I think... I do realize now that it was really because I felt too insecure to become a yoga teacher. I think a lot of teachers feel that way. Yeah. They want to do that, but they doubt their skills and their expertise, or they um, doubt their experience and might think that they're not good enough, or who am I to teach yoga? I've been through all of that as well. So when I started teaching English, this urge to also share yoga kept growing and I really wanted to do it. Um, so eventually I did do my YTT, my first 200 hour training. 
And during this training, I felt really challenged with all the new information and also the words and the expressions, all the things that I had heard in my yoga classes, but never really used myself. Um, and you don't hear about them outside of the yoga room or in conversational topics with your friends. It's not really something, unless you're hanging out with other yogis, things that you speak about with um, people. So I did the training and then again doubted my ability to teach. Um, and not just skills wise, but really language wise. I felt really insecure about my understanding of the way people speak in class, but also outside of their classes, speaking about yogic topics. Um, so this kind, of, this, <laughs> this kind of leads us actually into the next question. So you're you have this this ability to, you're actually, you're teaching yoga, you're starting to express in that, in that form with asana, uh, maybe meditation or whatever. Um, but then you also have the skill set to, um, speak to students in a diff- maybe in a different language. So that kind of leads me to that question of like, how did you actually come up with the idea of Enga, which was a little bit about, um, what we're actually here to talk about today. So would you kind of mind um, just kind of talking about that a little bit and what it has to offer for yoga teachers? Absolutely. So when I did start teaching yoga, I started teaching my English students because it felt safe. And I realized again that the language I used in the yoga classes wasn't the same as what I had taught them in their English classes. And it was actually really hard for them to keep up. And not because they weren't capable of um, doing the asanas or following the practice physically, but they just didn't understand what was going on um, because it contains a lot of unique language, um, a very specific terminology and expressions, the thoughts and beliefs. And especially when you work with themes, Mm -hmm. people will be able to pick up on words. But if you don't speak the language, it can be very, very challenging. So that's why I came up with Engan. I created the first course, which was English for yoga in general. But then to that course, only yoga teachers signed up. So I had to change my perspective a little bit and and focus on teaching skills as well. And and really what happens in and outside the classroom in terms of teaching. Um, So that's what what, what I do now. It's all English for yoga, um, specifically yoga teachers. And I'm sorry, what did you, there was another question you asked. Just it's kind of time. just talking about like, um, like, yeah. So what is actually, does it encompass exactly? Like, what does your course entail? Like, what do you have in there that, that would help yoga teachers in that way? Yeah. yeah. So right now, all the materials and all the, the educational stuff that, that we create is designed for multilingual yoga teachers and it helps them with the development of communication in their classes but also outside of the classes for people that want to um, maybe do social media or create a business or set up um, things outside of the classroom so it's a lot all of the focus really is on language and communication for yoga and whatever it is it depends on the student or depends on um, what course they sign up for as well Um, but it's very personalized and especially is we we really look at the needs or, or the wishes that the students have so some of the courses are focused on solely uh teaching skills and other courses are focused more on the business aspects but everything is language based 
Okay, very cool. And I think maybe we mentioned this maybe in an email exchange. So you actually have, are you going to be offering some kind of conference or something re- going coming up soon um, that you want to talk about that a little bit too as well? Because it does involve Enga, doesn't it? It does. It does. Everything is in the name of Enga. It's actually a name uh, combining English and yoga. Some people see it and others ask me about it. Enga is English and yoga joined together. Love that. I love that. <laughs> so um, it's actually something that we're developing right now. It's called the Summit. And you could look at it as a big course or a big conference of the guest teachers and people that are also in the field as non-native English speakers and have been successful in any way. So it could be uh, teaching classes in general, but also people that have other courses, um, people that host retreats or workshops. So yoga teachers that don't speak English is their first language. Um, And this will be happening in March. It's still very early to speak about it, but we're in the development of it. Well, that's great. Yeah. So maybe you can provide me with a little bit of detail, um, like the where they can look into that when you when it comes up. I could put that in the show notes for sure. Um, mm-hmm. so my final question, and I usually ask this of every guest because you know we all have so many different experiences. Uh, so what do you find was the most valuable lesson from over the last year, particularly over the pandemic? Right. Um, I think it's something I realized earlier, but this year really has made it very clear to me that accessibility, even in the yoga um, space, is often taken for granted, especially if you come from a country like the Netherlands, like I am, or maybe the UK, sometimes even the States. There's a lot of teachers and a lot of yogis that do not have access to a studio or have access to yoga teachers. And it could be because it's not close or nearby, but it often also is because they don't really have the funds for it. So the lesson I learned really is to share what I whatever I have to offer I keep it accessible but also make sure that these people have the opportunity to to develop themselves because there's a lot of great teachers there's a lot of people that really want to practice yoga and very often the best resources are in English because it's more developed in English there's also more teachers in English and these people want to have access to that as well So I really strive uh, to help other yoga teachers so that they can share this transformational practice with their communities and with people all over the world when they are traveling or want to move abroad. So that more and more people, wherever they are and whatever their background is, can benefit from the practice. Wonderful. I love that. Yeah. It's the accessibility advocate is one of, again, our, our mm-hmm. core values and my Vanessa practice. So that's um, beautiful that you incorporated that in your, in your own personal life and in your business. Well, anyway, thank you so much again for your energy today, Annie. I really appreciate that your time. Um, so thank you again for tuning in everyone as well. So have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So hope you enjoyed the conversation with Annie. So as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends.